So it's not just you. I want to let you know it's not just you. It's most likely nothing that you're doing or you're not doing. It's just the online business industry, the industry of creating a location-independent business, a freedom-based business, a business that you run entirely online. It's changing. And the old ways, the old ways of generating leads and selling, they just don't work the way that they used to. It used to be that you could cultivate a large following by posting in Facebook groups or posting on your Instagram account. Then, right, you create kind of a a, a do-it-yourself course. That was always the go-to. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to build a huge following and then I'm going to offer a course or a program, it was that concept of passive money, passive income is the best kind of income, right? Because it's zero time and all the dollars, right? And it used to be that you could do that. You could cultivate a large following simply by showing up in Facebook groups or running your own Facebook group, posting on your own Instagram account. Then you create something like a course or a program that's basically do it yourself, that passive income stream, and you sell it and you would sell it through carefully crafted funnels that often involved a series of emails and the emails were carefully cultivated to make someone open them and to make someone purchase. It was a whole sequence and they were very carefully calculated and probably even included a webinar, right? Like a webinar that was full of inspiration, but not a lot of information. And then at the end, surprise, you just happened to have this amazing offer. And that was what the majority of the webinar really focused on was your offer at the end. And you might have even had a pot of people and these people promoted, right, your offerings and you promoted theirs and everybody was promoting everybody's offerings, but on a very like set schedule and a repeat schedule over and over again. And each time it was the same emails, it was the same webinars, it was the same content that was going out to make this all happen. And then, like I said, the passive income would come in with ease. There were I'm not going to say names. They, I will say no names, but I'm sure you can substitute some names in where I'm staying silent. There are really heavy hitters who used to work together. In fact, they're still trying to work together. But at the beginning, they worked together to ensure that this entire method was really marketed to the masses as the method, the only tried and true way to generate revenue and to generate revenue with ease. And what that did was ensure that they would generate revenue with ease until suddenly even they are having the same problems. These tried and true methods, this old formula, this whole passive income and courses and do-it-yourself and email campaigns and webinars and repeat, repeat, and pods of people all promoting each other and repeat, repeat, this whole thing, guys. Even they are having problems with it and they created the game in the first place. So then what's changed? And what can you do about it? I think that's more important. What has changed? And what can you do about it so that you do build an audience and you do make sales? Well, that's what we're talking about on today's episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because of Rita, because of Rita I'm I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show 
where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. Before we dive in to all of the changes, and there aren't that many, it's really one fundamental change, maybe two, but before we dive in, I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you. Many of you may have heard that I had, it was a small surgical procedure, it was an outpatient procedure, it happened, I don't know, by the time you're hearing this, it happened a little bit over a week ago, but it really took me out of the game for about a week. In fact, today, the day that I'm recording this, is my very first day back to life. And I will tell you one thing, I'm exhausted (laughs) after not having worked at all and not just not worked. I mean, not moved off the couch. Although I will tell you this, I became really interested in the show Million Dollar Listing and I filed it away as sales training, guys. (laughs) I, I justified it as sales training. But really, I took the week like I was supposed to per doctor's orders, to rest and recuperate. And this procedure meant I couldn't leave my house, I couldn't drive, I could really barely walk around for the week. And it's been so great coming back and reading all of your messages and reading all of your posts. And I got cards from some of you. And I just, I really wanted to say thank you. It means so much to me. My community is everything. And if it wasn't for the community, I don't know that I'd still be doing this today because it's about the impact. It's about you. It's about learning about you and connecting with you that I love more than anything else. So I wanted to take a minute to say thank you. And also just to be honest, like I'm tired. I've had a full day back. It was my first day back. My body is like, what are you doing? And this episode is going to be informative, but it's also going to be short, guys. It's not even a break it down episode. (laughs) and It's going to be short, but I promise you're going to get some information out of this. But I just wanted to set the stage for your expectations today compared to previous episodes. But I'm excited. So it is true, right? Think about it. Think about your email inbox right now. In fact, you could probably go to your email inbox and find this for yourself, find this to be true. But you probably have emails from, I don't know, 10, 5 different business owners right now who are launching something. There is a course there is a product, there is a paid workshop, and I'm talking about for pay, maybe even for free, but like right now we're going to talk about for pay, that there's probably maybe three to five paid courses that you could find out about or paid programs if you go click in your email box. And you might even be getting multiple emails from that person about that thing over the course of a week. Maybe you have opt-ins. Maybe you opted in for something and your email box is full of opt-ins or you know, what we call these email funnels and nurture sequences that are happening. Definitely ads, right? They're definitely ads in your email. And you've got, I don't know, you you probably even have an email from me in there about a free masterclass, right? And you guys are going to hear about that here shortly. And you can find out about it by reading the show notes. But guys, let's just be honest. There is a lot of noise in our email box. And a lot of it sounds the exact same. Now, I'm not saying that this stuff isn't valuable. That's not my point at all. In fact, like I said, I'm probably something that's in your email box, and I hope you open it. (laughs) Guys, this class, the Relationship Selling Masterclass, it's a free masterclass that I'm running here on March 24th. Again, you can go to the show notes and find out about it. It's going to be incredible. 
But I mean, that's mine, right? And it's valuable. So I'm not saying that this stuff that's sitting in your email box isn't valuable. But what I am saying is it's plentiful. And a lot of it has come from people who have followed the same people who taught the method. So the emails that you're seeing all sound kind of the same because many of these people are using the same templates, the same copy, the same cut and paste with a slight customization because they all got it from the same place, right? So there's multiple emails, there's overwhelming amount of email, and a lot of it just sounds the same. And what happens then is everything just gets lost in all of this noise. And a lot of it's not getting open. A lot of it's not getting purchased. And there are reasons why. And that's what we're going to talk about. Like, if this was the way that used to, like I said at the beginning, because this is the way that used to work almost every time, you could guarantee that it would work. You would have an audience. You would launch something. These emails would go out. People would be excited. People would buy your product and it would happen over and over and over again. But now it's just not working. So what has changed? And the first thing that's changed, guys, are consumers. Consumers have changed. People are overwhelmed with all of this email, with all of this marketing. They're overwhelmed with it. And they're overwhelmed with all of the options for free resources, for videos, for audios, for masterclasses, for programs, from courses. And when they look at their email box, a lot of what they're getting is from people they don't even know. People who didn't follow all the legalities around who you can and can't add to an email list. People that they signed up for a freebie a long time ago and then they don't know why these people are in their email boxes. But like they're looking at it. They're overwhelmed. There's so much of it. There's so many different options. That alone is overwhelming. And they don't even know who half these people are who are sending emails. Or it's just the same stuff they've heard before that they've already passed on once. And now it's taking over their inboxes and they're just kind of deleting everything. Consumers have changed. People are overwhelmed. Everything sounds the same. And honestly, they're just over it. They're completely over it. So that's one thing you need to understand consumers and how they interact to and how they react to this stuff, it's changed. They don't trust half of what's in their email box anymore, right? They're kind of aware. They weren't aware at the beginning that this was a quote unquote method, that this was a sales strategy. It was new. It was something that felt only a few people were doing it and then a few more and then a few more. And then and now everyone is doing it and everyone is used to it and everyone knows what that webinar is about and everybody knows what's happening. So people are smart. They are discerning. They don't trust automatically. I mean, if they know you, if they've interacted with you outside of those capacities for a good period of time and checked all the boxes that we've talked about in previous episodes, then yes. But for the most part, they don't immediately just trust your program because you send an email about it if they haven't already established trust in you. So they're overwhelmed. They're discerning. This is no longer exciting to them. They know exactly what's happening, and they're just kind of over it all. So that's a first change. Consumers. Consumers have changed. But there's something else that's related that has changed as well, and that's access to information. Access to information isn't the way that it used to be years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Access to information is also plentiful. It's also overwhelming. Information is easier to come by than ever. And if you think about it, 
Because of that, it's very easy to pinpoint that it's not lack of information that's keeping people from achieving all of these results that they want in their business and in their life. Consumers themselves know this, right? Consumers themselves know it's not the information. And they know because they have emails full, email and digital folders full of free resources, audios, webinars, trainings that they've previously purchased, all of these do-it-yourself courses that they signed up for, they enrolled for in programs that didn't produce results because they just didn't, right? They were information full and they didn't produce results or they just never even completed them. Now, again, I'm not saying that these things are completely unhelpful. Information can absolutely 100% answer questions. And information can provide insights and smart cuts and shortcuts and efficiencies and all of these things. But what information can't do, this type of information that we're talking about, is get people out of their own way to actually do it and do it well, whatever it is. So then if information alone can't provide the full transformation, because there's so much information, that's not what's lacking. It used to be, right, let's clarify this, it used to be that there weren't as many places where people could go to get information, Webinars weren't plentiful at the time. Opt-ins weren't plentiful at the time. Facebook groups were just starting. Instagram was being used much differently. There wasn't a TikTok or there wasn't a TikTok for service providers and information, right? Like there were still only a few places that you could really go to get information with ease. And a lot of that was search engines. And even search engines have changed, right? Search something now compared to something five, 10 years ago, and it's going to be very different. And I think that that's important to see because it used to be that information was a missing piece for people. And so while it might not have gotten them the full transformation that they desired, it definitely went a long way to helping. But now that information is out there. It's on Medium. It's on Facebook Lives. It's on YouTube. It's on article after article. It's on blogs. It's in Facebook communities. It's in free masterclasses. It's in free opt-ins. It's in free, right? All of that information is out there. So that information that you're providing, that alone isn't enough to get people the full transformation, because a piece that's missing for people now is getting out of their own way to actually take the actions, do them full out, show up for themselves repeatedly, move through discomfort, practice patience, like, you know, set boundaries, like all of these soft skills, all of these personal growth and development things that are necessary for people to get results. So then if it's not information that people need and are even searching for, right, in order to help them get results, what is it that will help them get that full transformation? What is it that they really are looking for? They're looking for access, guys. They're looking for access, access to real-time support, access to real-time motivation, access to real-time. Do you guys get it? I can put real-time in front of anything. Access to recommendations and feedback, all of that that is required to show up and to take action day in and day out and to see things through and get lasting results. Side note, this is why you've seen such a trend towards masterclasses versus webinars or workshops versus webinars. Everybody is wary of webinars now. It's not even that it sounds dated. 
It's that people kind of know, oh, this is part of a thing. At the end of this webinar, this three mistakes that people make, that blah, blah, blah. And again, not a bad title. You guys see I title a lot of my masterclasses like that, right? But when it comes to a webinar, people, number one, I've, I've pulled a couple of people in my community. And I said, well, how do you react to webinars? And they're like, oh, please. When people say webinars are live, when they're pre-recorded, it's just a pre-recorded video that someone ran and they're not interacting with their audience, even if they're saying it, that they're there live. If they're not interacting, if the people who are there, if it's just one talking head and not multiple heads on the Zoom screen, right? If it's no live chat with real-time interaction from the person, like, they're not really there. They're like, uh, people say it's live and it was pre-recorded and they're not there live, right? That may or may not be true. But that's what the reaction is. People, people also said, oh, please, a webinar? All that is is a pitch. That's another word for a pitch. And it's even something that's not going to have value in it. So people are automatically now assuming webinars aren't going to tell you anything because they're trying to hide all that information, right? Because again, people who are running webinars are really approaching it as if the information is what is needed to get results and they're hiding that information behind a paywall, the program. You know, they'll say, hey, here's kind of what we're talking about and why you need it. But if you really want to know, then you got to take my program, right? You got to buy this thing. And again, I'm not saying that this, I mean, obviously you're not going to give every single thing away for free. But what I am saying is the jig is kind of up with that old school plug and play formula. The old school plug and play, hey, like emails into a free webinar, and I'm going to act like this is just a free webinar. But then at the end, suddenly surprise, like now I'm telling you about this offer, right? Like, guys, here's the thing. People don't want the program that has all the information, the course that has all the information, because they're not looking for information. They're looking for results. They're looking for the pieces of support that they know are necessary to get the results. They need an immediate feeling of a win. They need to know that they're going to receive that from working with you. And that might be a part of your program, but they need to feel that and experience that in this environment that we're now calling a webinar for this purpose, right? But this is why masterclasses are really having a huge moment because people love the interactivity of a masterclass or a workshop where everyone's up on the screen and you're pausing to interact. And, you know, they're not just getting information, but they're getting the support. They're getting the immediate feedback. They're getting that real time. Oh my gosh, this is what it's going to be like. This is what I need. This is a missing piece. And that's why if you marketed the same thing right now as a challenge or a masterclass, that's going to be helpful to people. But a webinar, people are going to be really wary of. But that was my side note. Okay. <laughs> that was my side note because it's not about the information. People are looking for the access. Again, the old way of selling, the traditional way of selling, focused always on the transaction. It really prioritized getting a sale more than it prioritized creating a relationship, which is why that old way of selling that we're talking about is really one way if you think about it. Emails streaming out from me to you, but not really interaction with you, a webinar with just a talking head on the screen. And let's be honest, we would see those like, question and answer chats and be like, wait a minute, nobody's answering the questions. Like, why didn't they answer my question? You felt like your question was passed over by 500 other people in the webinar and even their questions weren't getting answered. People were just answering questions they pre-wrote or whatever, right? But it's that idea that, okay, 
that way was really one way. Cut and paste emails, non-interactive webinars, talking at people instead of with people, cut and paste templates that weren't really customized to who you were writing to other than specific information about the program. The main focus of the webinar was the program, the course, the thing people were buying, the logistics of it all. Emails were focused on the program, the course, the logistics of it all, right? All of this stuff, it was all focused on the transaction, on getting the sale. But what people are craving now, more than ever before, and I think COVID had a lot to do with this, but I think it was happening even before COVID, and what people are craving now more than ever are relationships and genuine connection. People are still very willing to invest. They definitely want to solve their problems. They definitely want to get results. But people want to know that they are seen, that they are heard, that they are understood. And that comes through moving away from that old one-way direction of selling to what's called relationship selling. And relationship selling prioritizes building trust and a relationship with someone more than getting the sale. But to build trust, that's a two-way interaction. Trust doesn't come from just one person listening to you talk over and over. Trust comes from the interactions that they have with you, the experiences that they have with you. It involves them being part of a relationship. That's the definition of a relationship is it's a two-way street. So I want you to ask yourself what opportunities exist right now in your business What opportunities exist for you to create and nurture relationships with people, with your current clients, with past clients, with people who already follow you? Because that is so important. And that'll be the first step of what can move you from this traditional format to relationship selling. But relationship selling is much bigger than this. And the masterclass that I talk about, that's what it is, the relationship selling masterclass, where you're going to learn what relationship selling is, how you actually do it in your business, and the tools that you'll use to make it all happen in a practical way. Because I want you to realize we can't rely on these old models. We can't rely on this old way of dating. It's no longer just build it and they will come. I mean, along with that, Along with that was something else that really kind of, it gets my goat, guys, if you can't tell. (laughs) Maybe it's a pain medication, guys, from the surgery last week that's really got me going. But it's also that idea of no sales calls. Like that came along with this around the same time. In fact, online business coaches and online business owners really glamorized that they didn't have sales calls. If you think of all these programs, there weren't sales calls. Every now and then somebody would have the the chance to hop on for five minutes to ask very direct questions about the program. But it wasn't like a relationship building tool. It wasn't a, a trust building tool. In fact, I'm really over these people in the online space saying that having sales calls is a bad thing. Like I was talking to a member of my community, the All in Entrepreneur. And if you're not a member of the All in Entrepreneur, get your butts in there. You can go to the link in the bio. In fact, guys, like If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, tomorrow at 5 p.m. is our monthly virtual happy hour with giveaways, and it's a lot of fun. So you definitely want to be in the all-in entrepreneur community. You can just go to readamamedoit.com to find out more about it, but the link is also in the show notes. But I was talking to a member of the all-in entrepreneur community who told me that a business coach actually shamed her, shamed her for still having sales calls, saying that people who need to talk before purchasing just aren't 
good fit clients and you should have no business with them. Like people shouldn't have to talk to you to know that they want to give you money. People should just know that they want to give you money. And I'm like, what? What is happening, right? People want to know that you understand them and they want to trust that their investment will solve their problem. And they often want, I'm not saying that they will always need to take you up on it, but they often want that ability to talk it through. They want access, access to you, to motivation, to support, to community, to everything that's needed to take the information and make it happen. I mean, I hate to burst people's bubbles who think that information is really the secret thing. Again, I'm not saying it's not helpful the way you present it or the way you break it down, or but I'm just saying that the information isn't the mystery. Sales calls aren't dead, guys. <laughs> like People need to talk to you and interact with you to trust you. Now, again, I'm saying if they've been part of a community where you've been really present and you've given, remember these opportunities that we just talked about, where do these opportunities exist to give people these moments and these experiences? If you've been doing that, then sure, right? They might purchase something from you without needing to get on the phone to talk to you about it. But most of the people that I see who are struggling, they're not doing that because that is kind of the relationship selling model. You have a Facebook community, you have a clubhouse group, you're leading interactive conversations and discussions with people, you're having free masterclasses where you're being interactive with people, you show up daily on Instagram Lives or weekly on Instagram Lives and Facebook Lives, you show up daily in your community, you're commenting on people, you're letting people know, I see you, I appreciate you, I know about you, you're doing market research, you're doing all of this stuff to really learn, right, about not just your target market as a whole, but the individuals who follow you, the individuals who are already part of your audience, right, then sure, that is exactly what relationship selling is. You are creating these moments and these opportunities and these containers for the trust to build so that when you offer something, people trust you and they don't need a sales call. But if you're not doing that and you're not doing that consistently and you're not doing that frequently and you're not doing that often and you're not offering a sales call, I'm sorry, people just aren't going to trust you by default anymore. That's what access is and that's what people want. So number one is just like, does your sales process provide for this? Does what you're selling, your course, et cetera, right? That's another conversation for another day. Does it provide for this? Are you only doling out information? I mean, guys, I'm not saying don't email market. Email's great. I love email. But how are you using email? Is it just here are three steps to blank? Is it just to launch your latest course? Do you only email when you have something to promote? Or are you really trying to nourish relationships. Like your email list should be your relationship nurturing bucket. But remember, that means like it's two-way street. It's a conversation. Even if people don't reply, they have the ability to reply. It's a conversation with people where you're listening more than talking, where you're learning more than you're teaching. It's that idea that I'm focused on building a relationship more than getting the sale. Now, notice what relationship selling isn't. It's not about focusing on a relationship and not the sale. But a big mistake that entrepreneurs are making are acting like they're not supposed to sell. So here's the opposite, right? We've just went from the traditional sales model of sell, 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 sell in this passive way. It's not about relationships. It's about building a big brand and accumulating a large audience and then throwing this out and knowing that X percent of people will just buy it because the information is valuable and they've just really like fallen in love with my brand without ever having all of these moments for interaction and trust and all of this stuff, right? 
But the opposite extreme is focusing so much on the relationship part of relationship selling. I see people online acting like they're not supposed to sell. In fact, I see people saying, well, I can't authentically build relationships if I'm also selling. Like, Rita, how is it okay for me to cultivate a relationship with my followers on Instagram if really at the end of the day, I'm just trying to sell something to them? It doesn't feel good. It feels slimy. It feels icky. That's not authentic relationship building. So these entrepreneurs are on social media and they're using it to connect to and attract and communicate with potential clients, but then they completely avoid selling because they believe that that undermines the authenticity of the relationship. But let's just like set this straight. You cannot use social media only to build relationships, but you also can't use it only to sell. So again, right, that traditional way of selling prioritizes sale over the relationship. But building authentic relationships as an entrepreneur does not mean not promoting and not selling. What it does mean is that you focus on building relationships more than you focus on getting clients, but not instead of getting clients. So then that's another thing that this masterclass is going to go into. How do you prioritize building relationships with your community while not sacrificing sales? Because that does seem to be a struggle, which is why I think people go back to these old tried and true formulas, cut and paste, because they sound like they're building relationships. And back in the day when there were limited touch points and limited ways to interact and information was at, at a premium and it was a different world. It was a different world, guys. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about, right? That, that's really what I wanted to say. People are looking to experience full transformations, and they know that in order to get a full transformation, they need more than just information. They need an experience. They need the motivation. They need the real-time feedback, the real-time support. They know that. So if your marketing is marketing something that's just an information-based product, you're probably going to struggle. If the way your course is created is just information, you're probably going to struggle. But if your sales process is also just full of information and not a two-way relationship, opportunities for interaction, for people to talk it out, for people to build trust, for there to be a relationship before you're ever worried about them becoming a client or customer, well, then you're going to struggle. And here's the thing. People are like, Marita, I, I, again, how do you build a relationship in order to get a sale if you're not worried about the sale? Because really, you're going into the relationships with the hope that this person is going to become a client or customer. So aren't you really kind of being manipulative because it's not really an authentic relationship? And like, guys, an authentic relationship is not about somebody being your friend. It's not about someone wanting to hang out with you and have coffee with you and like be your BFF and talk about life, right? That's not what it's about. It's really about letting people know that you understand their perspective, that you know what their pain points are, that you understand what their problems are, and it's about helping them find a real solution to the problem, like talking to them and interacting with them so you can get to the root of the matter and make a suggestion for what they need as opposed to just pushing out something to people, regardless of if they need it or not, not knowing if that's what people really want or need, not knowing if that's really the solution to their problem, not knowing if that's really their problem, right? Like this is a whole thing. And so relationship selling is still about selling, but it's selling from a place of 
The relationship, you matter more. What is your experience? What is your perspective? What is your pain point? What solution are you hoping for? And for me to know that I have to have a conversation with you. I have to know you and I have to know you well. And I have to like really establish that trust to let you know I know you and I know what what you're looking for and I have a solution to it. And sometimes that may mean that in that conversation, I realize what I am promoting, what I am offering is not the solution. And that's okay. It doesn't end there right? That's just the beginning. It's like the relationship is established and we're going to continue to build on that. But guys, that's what this masterclass is going to be about. We're going to go into the art of relationship selling and kind of like debunk the idea that it's either about relationships or about selling and that you can't authentically build relationships if you sell because relationship selling is exactly that. It's building relationships for the purpose of selling. So if this interests you, again, it's a free masterclass. It's a 90-minute masterclass, very interactive. But that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today, right? I really want you to start creating personal relationships with people who already follow you. Focus on that more than getting the sale. Really start understanding. But these relationships mean knowing them, knowing about them, how they view the world, how they move throughout the day, how they consume content, what they believe their pain points are, what their immediate urgent challenges are, what the solutions are that they're looking for, what the results are that they're looking for. Talk with people, learn it. It means knowing what's going on in their life, what milestones are happening, what events are happening, right? Like it's acknowledging them, seeing them, hearing them, interacting with them, and establishing all of what's necessary for them to really trust and trust the recommendation you make when you make it, that I know you and this is a solution for you. But we're going to go into that way deeper in the masterclass, right? For now, I really, this is something I challenged people in my clubhouse room today, and I'm going to challenge you, all of my listeners. And if you were in both, then good, you get challenged to do this again. I'm always talking about going all in with your audience, but what does it really mean to go all in with your audience? Like in a tangible, practical way, what does that mean? And I believe going all in with your audience matters more than anything else in your business. Because why on earth would people go all in on you and your business if you're not going all in on them? So here's kind of what I mean. What if for the next seven days, instead of looking for more, more social media followers, more newsletter subscribers, more community members, more podcast listeners, more YouTube views, right? What if you just asked every day how you can go deeper with the followers, subscribers, viewers, members, listeners, etc. that you already have? What if for the next week you put all of your time and attention into that? What if you put all of your time and attention on connecting deeper with people who already follow you? Then what could happen? And that's what I want to know. I really want to know, how does this sound to you? Is this a challenge that you're up for? How are you going to do it? How are you going to spend time connecting on a deeper level with people? And this could be one-to-many, but it could be one-to-one with people who already follow you. I would love for you to email me, rita at ritamamiedua.com. Just hit me up. Send me an email. Say, Rita, I listened to your podcast. podcast. You can put podcast episode 107 in the title or something and say, I'm on. I'm taking the challenge. I'm going to go deeper with my audience for a week. Here's what that looks like for me. Or ask a question. If you're confused about how to do it, 
ask a question, right? Because this is a relationship. Like I do want to go deeper with all of you, my podcast listeners. It's very hard when you are a community-based, relationship-based person to have a podcast because podcasts feel like this black hole. I don't know who's listening to me ever. I don't really have a way to email you or know who you are because podcasting is very private. In fact, the industry does that on purpose. And I believe rightly so that they should. So your listening habits are very private. And I don't know unless you sign up for my community, unless you sign up for a list on my podcast. And like, I don't know that you're listening. So I'd love to know because I do want to provide that kind of relationship here as much as I can through a podcast. So hit me up in an email. Let me know. Did this excite you? Is this something you're going to do for seven days? If you're not going to do it, let me know why as well. Like, does this overwhelm you? Does this sound exciting? Does it sound confusing? Do you know exactly how you would go deeper with people who already follow you, who who your people already are? Like, do you know how you would go deeper with them? Tell me. For me, it's sending bonjouro videos when people join my Facebook community. It's asking questions about them when they immediately join and acknowledging their answers in that very customized individual way through a bonjouro video. It's about asking my podcast listeners to submit feedback. I mean, voice recordings, et cetera, so I can share them on my podcast for my TV show, guys. You guys are going to have plenty of opportunity to like be in the TV show, right? It's about providing opportunities for these conversations and this learning and me understanding you. It's about really paying attention to my community in my Facebook group, in Clubhouse, learning what your challenges are, listening more than I'm talking. Like a podcast, I can't do that, but in other places I do. But I want to hear how you're going to do it. So I'd love to know. Email me, let me know. Hopefully you're also going to sign up for the Relationship Selling Masterclass, free masterclass happening again, March 24th. If you can't make it live, you'll get the replay and the material. So it's worth signing up for as well. And I always give away a 90 minute intensive to people who are there live at the end of the masterclass. So maybe that'll be you. And then catch me next week on another episode of the Read and Mimi Do It show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamimidoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.